Join us for Captain's Campaign for Cures. If you plan to attend Vive or Hims this year, get a photo with Captain, our lovable service dog, and we will donate to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation to find cures for childhood cancer. For every person in the photo, we will donate $1 to Alex's Lemonade Stand. All you have to do is find Captain, grab your friends, take a picture, share it on social media, and put the hashtag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health, and we will make that donation for every person who's in that picture. Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Today in Health IT, we're going to take a look at financials, look at projected financials, look at the economics of healthcare. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out at This Week Health com slash today. Having a child with cancer, one of the most painful and difficult situations a family could face. In 2023, to celebrate five years at This Week Health, we're working to give back. We're partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long. We have a goal to raise $50,000 from our community, and we're our, we are already, easy for me to say, up over $40,000 a year for this year. And we are so thankful for your generosity. We ask you to join us. Hit our website in the top right-hand side. You're going to see the Lemonade Stand logo. Go ahead and click on that, and you can give today. Thank you again for your generosity. All right, today I want to talk financials. I came across this Kaufman Hall report, and it says some good things. I think it really depends on where you're at in the country and where you're at in the process of dealing with it. But some health systems have moved quickly to address the financial challenges that they face. Some health systems have moved slowly to address the financial challenges that they face. So some people are already through the the brunt of the cost reductions and all that aspect of it. Some people are just now in the throes of it. So depending on where you're at, you will hear this differently. You'll hear this as, you know, like, yeah, we're, we're moving beyond that. Or you'll say, that's not real. We're still in the middle of it. But your situation does not necessarily indicate your situation today does not necessarily indicate where the economics are or where they are heading. So Kaufman Hall report, as you know, they do. I think I covered this before. They do a hospital flash report. This is the June report reports on uh, May numbers, and they're showing that a couple of good things. Let me give you the key takeaways, which they have on one slide here. Hospitals operating margins moved back into positive territory in May. However, operating margins continue to stand well below historical norms. Number two, people are becoming more comfortable with inpatient care discharges, emergency department visits, and operating room minutes all climbed, although very modestly on year-to-date basis. Number three, there's a sizable and growing gap between primary hospital revenue sources. Revenue from outpatient care is increasing at a much greater rate than revenue from inpatient care. Please hear that one. Revenue from outpatient care is increasing at a much greater rate than revenue from inpatient care. All right, number four, labor expenses are beginning to decline. While labor costs remain significant, expenses in May were well below comparable levels from May of 2022. All right, so you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave it there. They have some national and regional data. Let me see if there's anything. There's national data, regional data. West, West Coast, you're still experiencing some downturn. Sorry about that. Midwest, upturn. South, 
Uptech, Mid Atlantic Uptech, and Great Plains Uptech. There you go. So, sorry about that. And I don't know if there's any kinds of kind of things from a bed size. So they have it broken down by bed size as well: zero to twenty-five, twenty-five to one hundred, hundred to uh, two hundred, two hundred to three hundred, three hundred to five hundred, five hundred plus beds. And if I look at this, the five hundred plus beds have seen a significant uptick. So if 300 to 400, mod, modest 200 to 300 bed, significant from 100 to 200 bed, uptick significant from uh, 26 to 100, and modest from zero to 25 beds. So there, you, that's the Kaufman Hall report. This is worth uh, taking a look at, by the way, it goes into a, a lot more detail as well. Worth taking a look at when it comes out. Generally, somebody covers it. I, don't, I forget where I got this. Medical economics is where I found it. And then there was a link to the hospital flash report. But if you can get to that site and bookmark it, worth taking a look at when it comes out. Gives you an idea of what's going on with health systems. And what I use that for is it gives me an idea if our health system is performing well or below the rest of the norms within our region, within our industry, so forth and so on. I also came across this email, Hospitalology. I get a lot of these emails, but this one was interesting by Blake Madden. And he has a whole bunch of metrics in here. So let me give them to you. Hospital or healthcare spending projections. Healthcare spending as a percentage of GDP to hit 19.6% by 2023. 19.6%, 20% of all GDP is significant. If you're wondering where it's at, it's at uh, roughly 18.3% in 2022. 65 plus population projected to hit 20% of the total U.S. population by 2030. So 65 plus, that age group, projected to hit 20% of the total U.S. population by 2031. So that's going to be an important population. This is why Medicare, Medicare Advantage, all those kinds of plans around that are so important. Per capita spending projected to increase from 12,894 in 2021 to 20,441 in 2031. That's healthcare spending per capita is slated to go up by $8,000. Wow. On a per capita spending, let me read some of this. On a per capita spending basis, similar to overall growth projections, national health spending per capita is expected to outstrip GDP per capita over the next decade. It'd be interesting to look at this chart while also including projected wage growth over the next decade. Stated otherwise, how much more will our healthcare costs continue to eat into wages and what percentage of salaries, wages, and benefits healthcare spending comprise at businesses. Let's see, what's the next one? Fastest projected services growth segment, home health. And we're talking to a lot of health systems that are playing around with this, figuring it out. There's hospital at home, there's home health, there's actually there's there's a ton of different home options. There's home hospice. There's a whole, whole new concept being birthed out there around how are we gonna deliver care out of the home and so that's the fastest growing services segment. Medicare spending projected to increase by 7.5% annually from 2021 to 2031, outstripping Medicaid and private health insurance. So you got that? Medicare is going to outstrip Medicaid and private health insurance. This does not bode well for health systems. 
And the reason it doesn't bode well for health systems is because a majority of the profit comes from private health insurance claims. That is, we're getting better with Medicare, but generally that has been a uh, difficult place for health systems to make money. Medicare Advantage has changed that a little bit, but we will see what happens. I just want to throw out some numbers. I think it's important, even if you're in technology, even if you're a coder, to understand the financials in healthcare. If healthcare spending as a percentage of GDP continues to go up, it will be a huge election year issue that we talk about. People are gonna be talking about inflation anyway. They will talk about the cost of healthcare and how it is outstripping their wages, quite frankly. And it's hard to keep up. We will have stories of surprise bills and those kind of things. So next year, this will all just come to a head as we have an election, as it usually does. But it's important to understand there will be pressure on us in IT, as coders, in whatever capacity you're in, to do more with less. You're feeling it today. It will continue. It will continue because the revenue lines are shrinking generally and the expense lines are growing. Whenever that happens to a business, there, there's, a, there's a need to adjust. Either the business model needs to adjust, the cost model needs to adjust, or quite frankly, innovation needs to kick in. And I think you're going to see all three of those, quite frankly, as we progress into the coming year. So if you are in the throes of this right now, you know, you have you have my greatest empathy for that situation. I have gone through that as a healthcare CIO. It's very difficult to do cost reductions. It's hard to find them, especially as your costs are going up, your contract costs are going up the need to replace equipment, the need for new equipment is still as strong as it's ever been. So uh, this is the second Today Show this week that we've talked about costs. If you haven't listened to the one where I talked about David Muntz's article on cost reductions, and he is gonna be publishing a three-part series on their blog about on, on creative ways to find cost reductions within healthcare, that is gonna be a significant topic it's a great article. That previous episode in today, I think two days ago, will give you some uh, thoughts and ideas of how to approach this. But again, it's hard, no matter how you slice it, it's a hard time to be a CIO and to address those things. All right, that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. Let them know you're listening to this channel. You'd like to have conversations with them about the topics from time to time. That would be great. They can subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.